Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy you're here and I am so excited to talk about today's episode. As you can tell, we are diving into all things love languages today. Very, very exciting stuff. And this was actually a topic that was picked out by you guys. I'd asked you on Instagram. I ran a poll. I asked if you guys would rather hear me talk about some pop culture events, just kind of do a rapid fire type of deal, or if you would rather me talk about love languages. And I was very surprised because I thought all of you were going to pick pop culture, but 58% of you chose love languages. And then I have the people who message me always asking if I can do both because you like these types of topics. And so of course I'm going to do both, but I wanted to ask you guys what you wanted to hear this week, what you're in the mood for. And so I was really excited that you guys landed on this topic. If you don't follow the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram page, make sure you go do that. I'm always interacting with you guys on there, asking you guys for, you know, just like episode topics or for example, for today's episode, talking about love languages. I asked you guys a lot of different polls about love languages just to get your guys's, you know, opinions and things like that. So make sure you go follow the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram page and make sure you are subscribed. We post weekly every single Thursday and you're not going to want to miss it. So make sure you are subscribed. Now, the thing about love languages, I thought it was really an interesting topic to cover today because I feel like love languages are one of those things that it's so different for every single person. Every single person has such a different, you know, view of love languages they have different love languages and I think it's so important not just even when like navigating relationships but navigating life for yourself that you understand the concept of love languages and how it relates to again your relationships but also to yourself because I had a lot of you when I was talking about love languages on Instagram you were like um Savannah I am single love languages can be applied to you yourself and your everyday life if you are single and I'm going to tell you how. I actually have a whole list here of things we're going to run through today 
all about love languages because I knew that that was going to be a thing about if you're single, you feel excluded or you just feel like this episode isn't meant for you. We are going to be talking all things love languages, whether that's in relationships or if you're single. So I first got introduced to the concept and the idea of love languages a couple years ago. It was from one of my friends who is, um, she's older than me. She's much smarter, much wiser. And we were on a walk one day and I was, you know, just explaining to her some sort of situation that was going on. And she had asked me what his love language was the person that I was talking to. She's like, what's his love language? And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? What is that? And I feel like ever since then, love languages have definitely become more of a prevalent thing. I feel like they're talked about a little bit more, but I also feel like they're not talked about enough. I feel like sometimes they can be viewed at as kind of this, you know, fantasy concept, if that makes sense. Like it's not, not anything that should be taken too seriously or something like that. I feel like it's not taken as seriously as maybe it should be. Um, Because personally, I totally believe in the idea of love languages and figuring out how you can love someone properly and how someone can love you properly. And so when my friend had asked me about love languages and what the guy that I was talking to at the time, what his love language was, again, I looked at her like she had five heads. I was like, what is that? What are you talking about? And so if you have no idea what love languages are, I'm about to explain it to you. The term love languages refers to the way that a person prefers to express love and receive it from a partner. Um, And that was from the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. So that was just the first thing that popped up on Google. So yes, it's the whole idea about how you can express your love to someone else, like how the other person best receives love and how you best receive love, how you express love. It's all about that. And when I first learned about it, I found it to be so interesting because I always thought that there was really only one way to like express love and it was the way that I did it. You know, it's just, it sounds really, you know, naive and ignorant kind of, but I just thought that there wasn't different ways that people perceive love. How does that even work? It's just, this is the way I do it. How, why is this not working? Like, you know, and it's just, it took time to learn about these love languages. And when I did, it kind of opened up a whole new world. I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And it was fun to learn about because I was like, I wonder what mine are. I wonder what theirs are. And I started piecing things together and it made a lot more sense. And if you don't know what your love language is, which I'm about to run through them, what they are right now. If you don't know what your love language is, you know, sometimes you just instinctively know, like when I read off the list, you might be like, oh yeah, that's me. But if you're not there, you know, there's quizzes online that you can take that'll tell you what your love language is. It, you know, spits out 15 questions at you, tell you, you can figure it out. So there are five different love languages. There's physical touch, there's quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gift giving. Now, you So just to kind of run through those with physical touch, someone who has a love language of physical touch, you know, they will thrive off of touch. (laughs) It's body language. It's being expressive without words, whether that's holding hands or whether that's hugging someone or whether that's just having your like someone's hand on your leg or hand on your arm or on your shoulder or like kissing someone. It can be on all like it's a very wide spectrum that you can fall on if that is your love language. And so someone who has that love language is going to value that 
a lot more. Now, the second one, quality time, it's kind of self-explanatory. A lot of these are self-explanatory, but I just feel like I should run through them. If someone has a love language that is quality time, if that's someone's love language, they are looking to have that one-on-one uninterrupted time, just you and them, whether that is, you know, cooking dinner together or going on a walk together or going on a little road trip or like weekend anniversary or going on a date or, you know, just spending time, you know, just talking like that uninterrupted quality time or uninterrupted one-on-one time is what's very important for someone like that. Then you have acts of service. And this is someone who appreciates some actions over words, things that they'll do that kind of appear like the little things that someone can do throughout your day to make your life a little bit better, whether that's bringing you a cup of coffee or whether that's, you know, making the bed in the morning or making your favorite dinner because they know you like it. Things like that where it's more action-based. And then you have words of affirmation, which is obviously more verbal. So it's reassurance. It's, you know, being told that you're appreciated and that the relationship is appreciated and all of those types of things. It's, you know, this is someone who likes to be reassured and that's very important to them. The next one is gift giving. And this I think is self-explanatory. Someone who likes to receive gifts and give gifts. And those are the five types of love languages. And I think it's really important to mention that all of them are important. There is not one of those on that list that isn't important to a certain degree. And they're all important in a lot of different ways. And you can have more than one. Whenever I've talked to someone about love languages, it's never like, oh yeah, this is my one. And it like hasn't changed ever. It's more so like, this is kind of where I'm at right now. My top one is quality time. My last one is gifts. And then the middle kind of ranges. It's important to note that all of them are important to a degree. And you can't really, you know, it's it's the things that make up a successful relationship and they interchange constantly based off of the season that you're at in your life or the type of person that you're dating based off of what that person's love language is and it's really really important to vocalize when you're in a relationship what your love languages are I remember with my last ex-boyfriend my like most serious last ex-boyfriend I tried to have this conversation with him and again looked at me like I had five heads and it's like I get it like kind of but I do think it's super important to know how to best show love to the person that you're with and for them to know how you best receive love as well. And it doesn't have to be some like really deep and like intense conversation, which sometimes I feel like is how it can kind of come off. It can be an actually really fun conversation. And I think, again, it's so important to just vocalize that and have that conversation so you're on the same page with your partner moving forward. And it's also important that, you know, you're not going to have more than likely. I actually ran a poll. This is actually the perfect time to bring in this poll. Ready? Here we go. I asked you guys on Instagram if you had the same love language as your partner and 78% of you said no, and 39% of you said yes. So it is a lot more common, clearly just based off of that poll alone, that you're not always going to have the same love language as your partner. And so that's why I think it's even more important to vocalize what yours is. That way you can best 
just support each other and continue on throughout your relationship knowing what the other person needs in order to thrive in that setting. And as humans, I think it's very common for us to express love how we see it best fit. So we express love within our own love language. But again, that's why it's so important to have that conversation. So if you're someone whose love language is physical touch and you're with someone whose love language is acts of service, you're not going to be aligning with what each other needs. You're going to be frustrated because you feel like you're probably not maybe. And again, this is all this is it, this isn't like a definite but you know there's going to be frustration that your needs are not getting aligned and met and vice versa you know you're going to be sitting there wondering why that love language isn't getting fed so to speak and the other person's going to be thinking the same thing so i think that's why it's so crucial to have these kinds of conversations. And I know for me personally, where I think love languages are so interesting is I feel like they are so, like I mentioned, like you can have different love languages for different seasons of your life. So for example, right now I am someone whose love language is quality time and acts of service. I would say I go quality time or no, Yes, yes. Quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation and physical touch, I feel like are like they're both really important. So I don't know. Actually, no, acts of service. Yeah. Quality time, acts of service. I've got to say physical touch. No, words of affirmation, then physical touch, then gifts. Um, and I know for me personally, how I've just, I I don't know, I've always been like this. I'm someone who loves to give gifts. Like that is how I express love to someone, even if that's not on my list of love languages. Like I just pointed it all out. Like gift giving is the last one on my list, but for some reason that is how I, outwardly express love by like giving someone something no matter what it is how big or how small that's like I love to just give the people that I love gifts it like whether it's Christmas or birthday or just like a random special occasion it doesn't matter and so the type of love that you give out is not and probably will not maybe sometimes, but I know for me personally, the type of love that I give out is not the same type of love that I like to receive. And I know that for a lot of my friends too, that's kind of, it's a very similar mindset. I know I have friends whose biggest one is words of affirmation, but they love to express their love through gifts. I don't know. I don't know why gifts, I think it's gifts is like a tangible thing. And so you can just like give someone something. I don't know. It's probably not like you know, healthy, but we don't need to get into the psychology of it today. All I'm saying is that, you know, the way that you express love and the way that you like to receive it might not be the same thing. And the way that you express love just automatically and intuitively and instinctively might not be the way that your partner or significant other 
you know, it might not be what's most important to them. So that's why I'm just emphasizing so heavily on having that type of conversation. But again, as I was mentioning, you know, I've had different love languages for different phases and seasons of my life. I remember when I was in my most like anxiety ridden stage of life, my most like honestly just like insecure stage of life and stage of life where I felt like I was just dating a lot just to date and which is there's nothing wrong with that I enjoy to date to date but um when I was in that phase of it was like right after my breakup until honestly until like I met Hayden and like we got really secure in our relationship where during that period of time I was someone who loved words of affirmation like that was so important to me but it wasn't important to me for the right reasons like I liked words of affirmation at that time because I liked the reassurance of knowing that like they were going to text me, you know, or that, okay, they, they texted me or they called me. So, you know, we're good. Or like I can breathe or my anxiety can die down a little bit, which again is not what it's supposed to be about. Like, and it's not even like they would be texting me something that's like so nice and like loving and thoughtful and sweet. It was literally like, hi, or what are you doing tonight? Like things like that, that are just like so below the bar of like basic and, um, Yeah, I just, I think that's, it was just interesting when I was thinking about love languages and I was thinking about the timeline of the love languages that I've gone through and I was so heavily focused on words of affirmation, but not for the right reasons. And again, if yours is words of affirmation, that's totally cool and fine. Like Hayden's is words of affirmation. So if yours is words of affirmation, that's great. But it was just interesting to see the timeline of different phases of my life where different components and different love languages were more prominent and more important to me. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I remember just like thinking about going all the way back from when I first started dating, like physical touch was so important to me because that was like, you know, you're just getting into what relationships are like and you're just, you know, that was kind of the, the stamp of approval or like stamp of we're secure and like we're good and whatever. And then you, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to get into it. I was going to say, then you start getting cheated on and then you realize the physical touch isn't that important or that, you know. It's not like a, it's not a seal or a lock of a relationship. But anyways, again, we don't need to get into therapy today. I'm just saying that, you know, 
uh, I'm just saying that love languages change and to be aware of that and just to kind of check in with yourself when those noticing changes happen because it could just come completely out of nowhere and different partners like I think my love languages have changed with every significant other that I've had and well for the most part and I think that that's a really cool thing because being able to experience what all of them are and again all of them are so crucial and important to just like the human experience and the relationships that you create and form all love languages are important so there's not like you know if you have no words of affirmation in a relationship, but you have everything else, like then there's something missing. There's always going to be a piece missing. So it's just about lining up what's most important for you. And then if you're dating someone, lining up what's most important for them and seeing how to correlate. It honestly is like a cheat sheet. It really is. Think of love languages like a cheat sheet of how you can best love someone else and how someone else can best love you. You're basically writing it out for them. And it's a really cool concept. And it's something that when I started reading more about it, everything just started to click. Because again, as I was saying in the beginning, I was snapping, by the way, if that scared you and you're listening to me on the podcast. Um, it was just interesting because everything started clicking and I started realizing that it's a beautiful thing about life is that everyone likes to receive love in a different way. And humans are also different. We're all just, you know, on our own journeys and we express love differently and we like to receive love differently. And so it's important to have that cheat sheet and to have that conversation. And like I mentioned now, like I'm in a stage of my life where quality time and acts of service are most important to me. I'm going to go through right now, actually, before I get into that whole spiel but I'm gonna go through right now um the list that I put out so I asked you guys on Instagram what your love language was because I'm very interested to see I didn't put gift giving on there because I could only put four things on a poll like four uh possible answers on a poll so I asked you guys what your love language is and this is what you had to say you said here we go okay what's your love language you want to know what the last what came in last place Last place at 19% is words of affirmation. Second to last place, third place, I should say, is coming in at 24% acts of service. Then coming in in second place, drum roll, coming in in second place is physical touch. Coming in in first place is quality time. And... I think that's really cool. Yeah, I so let me just look at the number of votes. Okay, so 47 of you said words of affirmation and then 60 of you said acts of service, physical touch, 68 of you voted that, 72 of you voted for quality time. So yeah, I think it's just interesting how everyone has different ones where everyone is just, you know, again, everyone's on their own journey and I think it's really cool. So like I was mentioning, I'm quality time and acts of service and that has changed like I mentioned like probably within the last year and I think a lot of it has to do with this is just my own personal journey with it a lot of it has to do with living with a boy um it's been quite the experience quite the journey but what I've learned and you know, this is what I have a lot of friends now that are starting to move in with their boyfriends and significant others and things like that. And because me and Hayden moved in fairly quickly with each other, I think a lot of my friends kind of look 
to me to ask for, you know, advice, not that I'm in any, you know, position to give it, but when someone is going, when someone has been through an experience that you're about to go through, you look to them for advice. It's just what you do. So one thing that I've told a lot of them, and this is why quality time has become such an important one to me is because it's so important. And I can do a whole episode on like moving in with your significant other. I think that that is one of the episodes that um, you guys requested a lot when I asked you a couple weeks ago. And what's so important is when you move in with your significant other, you know, having that quality time, there's a difference between quality time and just passing time. And, you know, Hayden and I have actually had to have this conversation about for him because, you know, he's just, I don't know if it's because he's a boy or what it is, but, you know, for him, he sees me all the time every day. We both work from home except when he's traveling. So for him, him seeing me throughout the day is kind of like that past or is kind of that quality time for him. Whereas for me, quality time is so much more than that. It's, you know, the seeing each other throughout the day is the passing time, but the quality time where we put our phones away, where we, you know, have meaningful conversation where we, you know, carve out a little date night, whatever that is, that is so crucial and important to me. And acts of service is another big one for me. I enjoy when, you know, little things are done throughout the house because I'm definitely more of the type A neat freak. Um, And when little things get done throughout the house, it shows me that he actually you know, loves me and he's willing to do those things for me. So I think it's about when you're looking at ways that you can um, express your love for your partner or your significant other, it's just important to think about the little things within those different love languages that you can do to express that. So for quality time and words of affirmation, those are just the little ones that I just mentioned that are examples of, you know, what you can do. I also mentioned it in the beginning, but it can be frustrating sometimes in the beginning of relationships or kind of, you know, in the beginning of the relationship, probably not as much, but when there's little tiffs, when you get a little bit past the honeymoon stage and you guys are actually starting to figure each other out, that's when it's really important to recognize how you each express and show love. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Now, you single people are probably sitting here being like, Savina, we get it. Have the conversation. Talk about it. That's all good. That's all great. What about for yourself? 
And that was something that I definitely wanted to touch on in this episode because I would never, I don't want to leave you guys hanging. I know that, you know, it's equally as important to have those love languages for yourself. And if you're sitting there being like, I don't even know what my love language is for myself or other people, if I'm in a relationship, whether I'm single, whatever. Again, you can go take the quiz. There's quizzes all over the internet about finding out what your love language is. Or you can start applying the love languages to yourself and to your everyday life. And you may surprise yourself when you figure out and narrow down which ones are the most meaningful and impactful for you in your life. So I wrote down a whole little guide for love languages for yourself. And again, whether you're single or not, I think that this all applies. If you're in a relationship, I think it's equally as important to apply the love languages to yourself as well. And just to remember that we're all learning and growing and it's just, you know, it's we're all always constantly evolving. So Let's get into the love languages if you are single or not, but just love languages for yourself. Okay, so physical touch, because I was doing some research and I was trying to get some like, before we get into the physical touch part, I was doing some research. I was trying to get in the mindset and just find examples of what these could be for yourself. Because I know a lot of times when I say like, we're going to apply it to ourselves now, it can kind of sound like extra and a little bit like corny, but just bear with me. Okay. Bear with me because these love languages are so huge in the whole journey and the whole process of self-love. And if you can apply these in different ways to your life and your self-love journey, I think that you might surprise yourself. And I think that you might learn something about yourself that you didn't know before. You might be like, oh, I'm actually, you know, I do enjoy this more than I thought, or I'm not as big on this one as I thought I was. It's just, it's all different. Okay. So physical touch, doing things that make you and your body feel good. So whether that is working out or going for a walk or going to get a massage, like treating yourself to a massage like once a month or once every two weeks or whatever you want to do, treating yourself to a massage, you know, whether that's going and sitting in a sauna, there's different ways that you can apply that to yourself. And so that's one example or multiple examples for physical touch. Then you have quality time, having quality time with yourself. How many times I think we did, or I know we did a whole episode about falling in love with being alone, romanticizing your life, things like that. So with quality time, the things you can do are taking yourself out to your favorite restaurant. I know a couple of you did that and you messaged me and you're like, Savannah, this is literally mortifying and I don't know how I feel about this. And then I actually had a couple of you that did it multiple times and you were like, it was really, really scary at first and I hated every single second of it and I hated you for advising it. But I've done it a couple times and it's gotten easier and more relaxing and I'm actually a fan now. So just try it like three times. And for quality time, it's great because you get to decide where you want to go for dinner, for lunch, for breakfast, whatever it is, just carving out time for yourself, for just you and only you. You know, the going and getting food is just one example. You can go for a walk in a park. You can just go for your hot girl walk. You can, you know, journal. There's so many different things that you can do. So just whatever it is, taking that time for yourself, whatever you would want to do on a date, like go stroll the aisles of Target. That's like one of my favorite things to do. Go stroll the aisles of Target. Go to like go to a coffee shop, whatever it is you want to do. Okay, next is... Dun, 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 dun. words of affirmation. Okay. This 
is a really big one. It's all about being kind to yourself, saying kind things to yourself when you look in the mirror, waking up and looking in the mirror and saying like three things out loud that you like about yourself or writing yourself little motivational sticky notes and putting them all around your house or journaling. This is a perfect example for journaling. Journaling about your life or what's going on just on your day to day or what your feelings are, what your emotions are, if you're happy, if you're sad, if you're pissed, if you're angry, whatever it is, just writing it all out. Or, you know, like I think journaling is the perfect, you know, perfect example of words of affirmation. But again, you can just give yourself little pep talks, be kind to yourself, be so kind to yourself. Next one is gift giving. Okay. This is probably my favorite self-love language. I'm a big retail therapy girl. So I, you know, so, okay. (laughs) Gift giving, spending some money on yourself for whatever it is that's going to make you feel good. So if you're like me and you like retail therapy, whether that's clothes, whether it's Target, whether it's makeup, or if you want to treat yourself, you know, save up some money and go on a little, you know, staycation. Go spend the night at a hotel by yourself. I love doing that. It's so fun. Or have a staycation in your house, like deep clean your house and be able to just, you know, hang out at your house and make it like a fun night. Like buy yourself some fun stuff. (laughs) that sounded weird I didn't mean for that to sound weird but I just mean like spend some money on yourself like I think that that's something that I've learned too is for a long time I've been someone who's like oh I don't want to like I don't know I'm just really weird about that I'm very like frugal in the way that I don't like to spend money on myself but you know you deserve it you deserve to spend some money on yourself every once in a while so just do the things that make you happy spend money on the things that are going to make you happy whether that's a new shirt or a new bronzer or something you saw on tiktok just treat yourself every once in a while that's the main goal and then for acts of service it's doing the little things on a day-to-day basis that are going to make your life easier so if you're someone who likes going to bed and seeing that the bed is made make the bed in the morning or if you know deep cleaning your house once a week or organizing your closet or going and getting yourself a coffee on your way to work or you know the little things that are romanticizing your life more for the acts of service I definitely recommend going and listening to the romanticizing your life episode that way you can find some examples because we go all into depth about it there but all of these fall into the category of romanticizing your life and you know when we think about love languages we rarely think about the relationship that is the most important and that is the relationship that we have with ourselves so it's so easy to sit there and look at all these love languages and be like oh this only applies if I'm in a relationship no it is not or it doesn't have to you know it's so easy to sit there and like see that list and be like how can I apply this to myself but when you think about it like the most important relationship that we are ever going to have is the one with ourselves so whether you're single or not it's so important to also apply these things to yourself and to your life and if you are single applying these and then figuring out like I just mentioned like which ones work best for you where you fall in these categories of what makes you most excited about life and what makes you feel the most appreciated you know I think it's all just a learning journey but this is like a really 
fun journey to be on. Like this is a fun test. You get to see like what makes you the most excited about life. You get to see what makes you, you know, the happiest, where you thrive best in all of these five categories. And again, they're all so important, whether you're in a relationship or whether you're single, they are all so important to just add into your life. You know, I think that that's something that doesn't get talked about enough is that, you know, the whole journey of self-love, a lot of times we're like, okay, well, where do we even start? It starts with finding the little pieces, like I just mentioned, those five things, those five love languages, the little pieces and putting them together and seeing what fits best for you in your life. Because like I've been mentioning, everyone's journey is going to be so different. But again, it's important to try everything out because how are you going to know if you don't try? So what I hope you guys can take away from today's episode is the importance of constantly learning about yourself, how important it is to continue to learn and grow and evolve and to apply different things so that you can have the answers about yourself. For example, today we're talking about love languages. And again, relationship or single does not matter. What I hope you take away is that we are humans, we're constantly evolving, we're constantly learning, and we can have these love languages and apply them to our own lives and also the lives that we share with our significant others. And that it's kind of a cheat sheet. It really, really is. It's a cheat sheet in understanding how someone shows and perceives love and I think it's a really really special thing and I think it's so important in relationships to have that and I feel like again I feel like it's something that hasn't been talked about as much as it should because I feel like you know when you think about it how crazy is it that like two strangers get thrown together most of the time if you don't know each other two strangers get thrown together and you're just supposed to be able to figure out how to love each other it's a little nuts. It's a little nuts without like having those actual conversations. And obviously that comes with experience. It comes with time, yada, yada, yada. I get it. But you could also save a lot of frustration by understanding each other a little bit more. So I encourage you guys to have those types of conversations with the people that you're with and also just introspectively having those conversations with yourselves. I think they're really, really, really important. And I hope I was able to educate you guys a little bit on the importance and just meaning of love languages today. So that is all for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. If you are new here again, hi, my name's Savannah. Make sure you subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. We post weekly every Thursday and you're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys and I will see you there. Bye guys.